Good morning, Jerry. Good morning, John. Hey. Ah, oh, doing very well. Just drinking some wonderful coffee, enjoying look the weather, and looking forward to one very exciting new season oh. of the Bro Show. Yeah, this is exciting. We are the Bros. This is the Bro Show. I'm Jerry, and you are John. Sorry, I was drinking some coffee. Yeah. Can't else. have enough. Can't have too much of that stuff. Yeah. Well, you can actually, but we mm. seem to do well on lots of high octane coffee. Yeah. Well, what is it you used to say about performance enhancing coffee? Was that it? PEC? Yeah, performance enhancing um, beverages or caffeine. Something. I don't know. Or, yeah. 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 Whatever. Good. All good. Yeah. Yeah. Hey. Uh, you know, people who are new to the show probably don't know that. We have seasons, and we in each show we talk about four things. We have four segments, but every six months we switch seasons. Yes. Every, yeah, every twenty-seven weeks. Well, actually, it's twenty-six weeks, but we skip thirteen. <laughs> we skip thirteen. Uh, we're yeah. consecutive. We do it every week. We've done it yeah. every week for too long to count. We've only and I've only been suspended one one week, so it's I've yeah, done pretty good. You have. You've you've only been I've done reasonably once. well. I've only been kicked off the show one for one season for not one one well, one week. Oh, yeah, one week. Yeah, you're in timeout. Yeah, timeout. Sent to my okay. corner. Yeah, sent to your corner. So, anyways, we have a sponsor, a brand new sponsor. Sponsor this week is the Horned Lizard Conservation Society, and they have a Horned Lizard Canyon T-shirt. Which is right. very attractive. Yeah, it's, uh, the Horn Lizard Conservation Society is a 501c3 established in 1991. It's uh, volunteer-based. It uh, primarily uh, works on promoting uh, the horned lizard in terms of its preservation. The population of this wonderful animal has decreased considerably over years by the typical things, you know, the encroachment of uh, real estate, uh, maybe being uh, with dogs, animals uh, like cats close by, um, some there's all kinds of things that are being done. This is, and yeah. the other thing is that this animal is very attractive because it's so unique looking that quite often it's been used as a pet, and it does not do well as a pet. And this society yeah. is one that uh, is trying to establish the fact that you should not have a horned lizard as a pet. Now, That's right. quite often this animal is referred to as a horned toad, it Yep, is a lizard. Uh, we will get more into that as we take a look at our story. So that's, you might talk a little bit about the shirt. It's pretty cool. Yeah, the shirt is cool. Uh, it's found on the, the website. Uh, if you're in a, in a tough spot and you want to get to this shirt quickly, you can just type lizard.bro.show and it'll take you right to it. Or you can just, mm. you know look up Horned Lizard Canyon t-shirt and this yeah. is their t-shirt on their site all the money goes to them but we are happy to promote it uh, we think right. it's a good cause good cause right John yes and it kind of fits with the with our uh, animal that we are for going season. to be for this season lizards so that's all good too uh, 
we do have a lizard story this week, and it's yeah. a general general introduction to lizards. Yeah, you know, one of the things that really uh, the way I'm going to t- t- talk about it is a re- it's a, a species of reptile. Typically, it has four legs, but it doesn't have to have legs. Uh, nope. It uh, so it. But what I'd like to do is talk about about what it is not. That a, might be easier. It, it's a lot easier for me. First yeah. thing is you have to understand it, it's it, we're talking six thousand species. So yeah. quite often the animals that we've picked in the past were eager. We're worried about running out of material. Well, we, we will. You would never <laughs> run out of material. Our concern is to be more selective. And yeah. not necessarily every week of a different uh, species of a lizard, but kind of add some variety to it. But what yeah. it is not, and I figure it out, you take a look at it and you say, oh, I bet you it's an ancestor of a dinosaur. Not. There are prehistoric ancestor uh, lizards, but the typically dinosaurs have their frame is a way in which they have ability to get on their hind legs or and yep. that's part of what separates them. So that's one of the things that I, I kind of gravitated to. Uh, mm-hmm. The other thing is toads, frogs, snakes. All these things are not. The toad lizards. is a more of a uh, not lizards, not. I like to, not. I like to, I like to emphasize not. Uh, <laughs> 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 so, oh. you know, a snake is, uh, you know, of course it, there are lizards without legs, and you say, "Well, snakes don't have legs." Sounds like the same thing to me. No, it's like no. snakes will their their skin they they peels off of them. While that's not the case with lizards, they're a more tough skin. It's part of what allows them to protect themselves is to have that tough skin. In addition to being yeah. sort of a chameleon, blending yeah. with, with with nature and kind of hanging tight yeah. and patience, this and that, whatever. So that's kind of my read on lizards. But I have the I, I I did the not portion of the of the of the story. You did, you did. <laughs> that, why don't I talk about what lizards are? Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, yeah. As John as John said, uh, lizards are are reptiles. They're part of the reptile family, and there are yeah. six thousand species of of, uh, of lizards, and they're wonderful, interesting animals. Uh, they have a keratin keratin based. Uh, Scale system, overlapping scales. Keratin is like the stuff in horns and toenails and fingernails mm. and hair to an extent. Uh, and, but it's very densely packed. It provides a, a little bit of armor, but its main focus is to keep the moisture within the body. That's oh, why oh. lizards do so well in arid, dry environments. Right. Yes, and they are found on every single continent except the Antarctic. Right. Yeah, mm. but they're they are in every other continent and all the major uh, ar- archipel- archipelagos or whatever they call Archip- them the those. islands. Yeah, those islands. Then they're islands. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Then they are islands. Yeah. So that's that's the whole deal. There, they they have that. Now they have some very unique abilities that are only found, it seems, in in lizards. They share some uh, characteristics with other animals too. Some of the lizards have forked tongues that go in and out of their mouth to do sense work to find out, you know, prey. And other lizards do not. They have long, sticky tongues like chameleons, which are lizards. And they go out into the air, grab a, a moth or whatever, and chomp. Yeah. Some lizards uh, do well uh, in, in a domestic environment. Some 
really don't. Some yeah. people think chameleons are cute. Oh, wouldn't it be nice to have a chameleon? No. 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 Chameleons are, are just give up. They don't have much will to live, and they will just, like, mm. expire if you try to keep one as a pet. They don't, wow. They're very passive-aggressive. I don't know if you knew that, John. Hey, what, no. what, about, what about the size of these critters? They go from a few centimeters, which is a little over an inch, mm. all the way up to over 10 feet, 11 feet, nearly 11 feet well, that, 400, that and almost 400 pounds. That, that's how big. That's how big a lizard can get. There's a oh. whole class of lizards called monitors, and they are predators. And they are large. They are quick, and they are fast. Mm. And uh, that includes the Komodo dragon, which people have heard about being almost extincted. Right. But a Komodo dragon can take down a water buffalo. Hey, are they? What do these critters eat? Uh, the Komodo dragons eat flesh. So, in other no, words, the they can be carnivorous. These lizards can be carnivorous. Yes, they can. In fact, there are far more carnivorous lizards than there are non-carnivorous. Mm. Uh, yeah, iguanas are one of the rare vegetarian lizards. Iguanas are also lizards. They're found in hey. tropical areas. Some of them live underwater mm. and in the water. Some live on the land. They are a fascinating animal. Hey, are Here's any of these one. lizards good eating? No. <laughs> no, they're not. <laughs> unless, you're, unless you're really desperate. <laughs> they taste like snake. They taste like a snake. Yeah. So maybe if you pickle it, it might be good. <laughs> you know, pickle it to the point where the bones dissolve, maybe. A lot of bones. A lot of bones. <gasps> yeah, okay. I think I, I, I lost my yeah. appetite for lizards. <laughs> we I could go on for an hour about all the weird stuff I read about lizards. But yeah. they have... Uh, and this horned lizard is probably one of the most interesting lizards because it has a different way of protecting itself from different predators. I'll tell right. you, I am yeah. looking forward to yeah. wearing a T-shirt with this wonderful animal, this horned lizard, on my chest. Well, they, they can be gotten. They certainly you know, can. Hey, I can do one last thing. I got one more. Thing. I I want I want more facts. Lizard just facts. facts. Here, just one. Just one. There, uh, the <laughs> the iguanas that live on the Galapagos Islands, uh, they they have like a very very rudimentary kind of an eye on top of their head. It's not really an eye, but it can tell light from dark, and they use it to avoid. Uh, predators in the sky mm. I, I thought wow how adaptive so these are a highly adaptive group of, of animals yeah. all right you know we That's kind of skipped lizard. over we talked so much about shirts i think we kind of forgot to mention what's on our on our what's on our bodies in terms of shirts we did we did <laughs> indeed i've been working so hard on the lizard stuff <laughs> you know i completely forgot yeah so what shirt do you have on I actually have on the I'm Alive t-shirt. Nice. I had some dental uh, surgery this week, and I thought it was important to yeah. let, let people know that I'm still alive. It has, a, it has the, uh, the Da Vinci uh, man in a circle with his arms out. Yeah. yeah. But he's playing, he's playing guitar. <laughs> yeah, he's playing a oh. Fender Stratocaster. 
So I decided to. I got that uh, on my shirt. I decided what to wear got? my um my bid fond farewell to our previous sponsors and give one last shot to the Wolf T-shirt. I live here too. Oh so yeah. So I got my gray one. I yesterday uh just I I put the shirt on and then all of a sudden I kind of put my whole outfit on, I coordinated with it and I thought you know what the heck. This feels good. It looks good. Yeah. I'm going to wear it tomorrow. And here I am wearing my Wolfie T-shirt. Wow. Uh, it's basically the one we use to sponsor Center for Humans and Nature. So yeah. just one more pitch as I kind of suck uh, up to my client, you know, kind of little yeah. brown-nosing, ass-kissing, always comes in handy. Yeah, it's a skill. <laughs> it's definitely, definitely a skill. Yeah, right. after my last little session with my boss this last week, yeah, I need all the help I can get. Um, so that's that's what it's all about. Hey, John, we so, have a word. We, we have, have a word. A word. Hey, you know this word. It's always important for us to to point out the way we learn these words because uh, what happened is I happened to run into an article about the Chicago Police Department, which is always up in the news. But this was a little bit different kind of story. Typically, they get in trouble for stuff they do. Here, they were subjected to uh, a bu- three women that were twerking. Twerking. And so what I decided to do is to make twerk, T-W-E-R-K, our word, and I've kind of pronounced it several times, twerk. And what it is is the act of moving your posterior. Notice I clean that up. I took the uh, three-letter word that starts with an A and ends with an S and decided to, uh, to change it and put posterior in there. You up did. and down rapidly in a vibrating motion with minimal body movement like you're having a seizure. So let's repeat that again because I kind of <laughs> interjected some things. The act of moving oh. your posterior up and down rapidly in a vibrating motion with minimal body movement, like you are having a seizure. So, uh, the way it was mm. worse, the example, the Chicago Police Department is investigating a viral video showing women tweaking on top of a moving police car. Twerking. Cruiser. Twerking. Twerking. On top. So, I did a little further research with this word, uh, and you had to be very careful because you see there are, there's actually videos that you can, online courses to learn how to twerk. Twerking is is a is a skill that's difficult to do. It's and 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 the body type right. is very important. Right. And quite often, I would I would like to say that women are going to do a much better job of twerking than men, because yeah. they seem to have a little bit more accumulation of of substance on their behinds, which is a, the, the, that motion is is what creates uh, twerking. Yeah. And so I also learned, though, you can learn how to you can take an online course, course on twerking. Yeah. Now, the other thing is you can go down a dark road and get a rather salacious if you if you Google twerking tournaments. Yeah. There you got to be careful. Yeah. Tournaments. <laughs> UK really? is big on twerking tournaments. Now, the problem is wow. that the way that these women uh, that are in these twerking tournaments kind of get some notoriety is they kind of. Let's just say they they leave their behinds rather bare. Uh, the standard attire what? for a twerking tournament is a tong. Is that what they're called? Tong. Tong. Yeah. Okay. You know what I mean. It's sort of I a, do. L- less than a bikini. Yeah. Yeah. I say. <laughs> so what I do not recommend anybody do is do not do not Google twerking tournaments. Because you'll come up with videos that are very, very suggestive. 
Wow, John. <laughs> I don't think one single person is going to not do that. And uh, oh, the other thing is I learned about twerking is that um, somebody pointed out to me, because I actually did a lot of interviews asking people younger than I am that might have a little bit more. And somebody pointed out to me, says, well, to tell you, there's another thing you can do if you're uh, if you twerk. That is the really good, skilled, professional twerkers can clap. Now you're probably saying, what's clapping? Uh-oh. Well, that's a form of twerking in which your cheeks come to, come together. Butt and cheeks. Kind of, yeah, it's your butt cheeks. Yeah. I had to ask. <laughs> <laughs> now, God. as much as it, it defies gravity, the key to yeah. the exercise is to get your cheeks to not only go up and down, but at a little bit of an angle so that they then have a tendency to come together at a, at a point in time. And that's what you call, uh, that's a, that's a, a sub that's clapping. That's clapping. Wow. <laughs> I did my research. Yeah. <laughs> I tell you, this is, this is exciting. Now, you know, I, I, I always run by the show notes with my friend Sarah from Australia. Hey, yeah. And she, and she said, Jerry, you guys have to look up. Australian Navy and twerking. They're commissioning a new boat or something, as I yeah, recall. Tell, that's yeah, that's a good story. You, know, you need to tell that one. Yeah. They're, down there, they're commissioning a new boat, and they had all these dignitaries and stuff in there. So they had they had, uh, they had had some entertainment. They didn't want it just to be a dry, you know, old fogey kind of thing. So they brought in some dancers, and they were experts at twerking. Yeah, they were very good at it. They're very they did good. An excellent job. They, it, you know, it was relatively tasteful. There was no clapping, uh, John. By the way, <laughs> in addition to the fact you have to understand that, and in order to see the clapping, you have to be, you'd have to wear some of the more scantily uh, women yeah. would be able to do that. Yeah. I, I, I want, the whole thing with Australia and doing it. I think what's important is that really to get a good sense of it is those women that were in that that video were doing a variety of other dances that featured that uh, a twerking, which then gives it a, uh, it makes it more pronounced because it isn't just a continuous, uh, you know, a twerking. I actually right. thought it was very well done and very tasteful because their attire was just suitable. It was slightly tight, which is important. Got to be a little tight because you got to see the form that yep. is moving, the motion yep. of the form. That's right. Okay. That's right. Well, you know, Sarah pointed out, she said, she said, I thought it was, it was all done in good taste, she said, but the only bad taste was they were all wearing Che Guevara hats. <laughs> <laughs> she said that was a little, a little strange. She didn't quite understand that. She said, are they taking over the boat? What's going on? Are they liberating the boat? It was hard yeah. to tell. The, the, the beret was a little disconcerting. <sighs> anyway, so that's twerking, man. Pretty good. You know stuff about twerking I wasn't expecting, John. Did my research. Okay, look, we now we got two takes. We do have two takes, and this is this is another heavy duty topic, and it's going to take a lot of restraint not to talk an hour about this one too. Yeah, start us out. Uh, Get us in there, John. Okay. Back on June twenty first, the MLB decided to make uh to ban foreign substances being put on the ball by pitchers sticky substances so that they could gather a better grip on the ball 
So, um, so what happens is if you are caught with this substance, you end up being ejected from the game and suspended for 10 days. So yep. what brought this all about? What is it all about? How does it happen? This and that. How do we enforce it? Well, I think what we need to do is understand that there's always been in the rule book, rule number 3.01, out that, uh, a rule that outlaws foreign substance because you can go all the way back to the 1920 when the spitball was outlawed and, yep. and trick pitches were outlawed when it comes to either putting uh, other substances on substance on it or maybe pe- take a piece of sandpaper and get a rough spot yep. on the ball defacing yep. the ball etc yep. so yep. here we are why do we all of a sudden do this why have we allowed pitchers up to this point to maybe have something on the ball and and what we find out is that uh, Major League Baseball has been looking at this for several years and decided that they would go one more year of study before they would do it and do anything about it. And they noticed that things had just gotten too bad because what's happened is that the there's there's metrics in baseball. One of the metrics that's become very popular is spin rate. So the, they have found that if you can measure the spin rate, you, of somebody, you can find out the likelihood that they're going to be able to get better motion on all kinds of pitches. Better so motion got means, this, means curves and sinkers. Curves, sinkers, all that. Rising. Now, yeah. back in 2017, now we know that the home run has become a very popular and more pronounced uh, form of offense as batting averages go down. Everybody's kind of going for home runs. Strikeouts mm-hmm. don't, you don't lose any sleep by striking out. You don't get upset. It's just part of the game. So right. that lift on your swing has that that creates the upward motion that puts the ball in air versus on the ground. That upward motion is one of the offense the, the ones the pitchers can do to combat it is to pitch a balls that go rise a little bit rather than going down. The right. best ball for the rising is a four seam fastball. That pitch is strictly what it does is the spin off of your hand with the seams a four seamer means you're going to spin off the hand creates a motion which allows the ball to basically not be affected by gravity as much so it's going to go down but not as much to the eye of the batter it it looks like it's going up in fact yeah it's it's an optical illusion so one of the things then this all became very popular back in 2017 and pitchers realized (laughs) that one of the ways that they could get that ball to, to, to rise, to do better with that, was to have a six sticky substance on their hand, which then allows them to put, as the ball on a four-seam fastball comes off your fingers, it stays on your fingers longer, creates more spin, and therefore that's, that, that is really the pitch that has caused as much concern as, as any of them. So here we are. I actually was able to witness prior to mm. this, uh, a batter, uh, a one of the uh, the senior umpire in the in the major leagues, a fellow by the name of Joe West, who uh, during a game actually w- was uh, decided like this is like about a month ago. It was like thinking late May maybe. Uh, decided to to check a pitcher out, and he basically uh, you know checked him out and and said, okay, I'm going to eject you. And this is sort of the prelude to what happened. It was almost like it brought it all to the mm. forefront, and it might have even precipitated MLB uh, c- coming to the rescue and deciding that we well we got to do it now. So that's one of the reasons that they they decided now. 
Now, one of the things I am very disappointed in, it just frustrates me to know, and we have umpires out there. These yeah. umpires do a good job. They have a difficult job. And all yes. what, what we have done is by putting these rules in here is we've created the need for the umpires to actually do more. And what they're doing now is that it isn't like they look at the pitch and say, well, that pitch is, is, a, uh, is got ball a cartoonish, a yeah, yeah, it's yeah. a cartoonish look to the way it's spinning. You know, they got to do balls and strikes, this and that, whatever. But what the yeah. MLB is asking the umpires to do is to proactively ask pitchers, primarily between innings, we don't want to disturb their concentration during the inning, that yeah. as they come off, we want them to then check them out. And there's been some rather interesting uh, well, ways in which... When you say check them out, I mean, they're basically frisking these guys. You know, well, they're like, saying, yeah, they're saying, take your hat off, give it over to me, take your glove, let me look TSA, at it. TSA, TSA. Uh, uh, rub your fingers through your hair. In fact, if you don't mind, will you allow me to run my fingers through your hair? Uh, you know, it's really bad. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, we see a, a ball player, uh, looks like he's going to drop trowel because yeah. he takes his belt off. And then yeah. before, you know, we do have ball players that decide, well, let's just, you know, let's make this I'm a little more interesting. And they just drop, drop their, their pants. Yeah. And they say, okay, you want to check closer? And they open their arms up. Okay, come on, yeah, check they put me their out. Arms check up me out. In. Now, I also, believe it or not, I've been to 26 baseball games this year. I had the, the I was at the game in which the first pitcher was ejected for having a substance. And it was in his glove. Don't ask me what it is. The glove was confiscated. It is being sent to a research lab of some sort to check out what's on it. <laughs> oh my god! But it's like I feel sorry for the umpires. They got enough to do. They do not need to do this now. Now we know there are other ways that this could be addressed. And uh, and and Jerry, you you basically saw the Bob Costas uh, video yes. where he has yes. his own read on it, which is a very popular, obvious thing that we can do. Maybe you could describe a little bit as to yeah. the way Bob Costas thinks we ought to address this problem. Well, to understand this solution, you should recognize the fact there's already a foreign substance on the, on the pitcher's mount. It's called the rosin bag. Very good. Powder, powdered rosin, not unlike the stuff that violinists and cellists put on their bows. You know, only there's a solid, it's a cube, and they mm -hmm. run it over the bow to make it Sticky. Mm -hmm. So they have a rosin bag on the mound already, and they've had it there for almost a century, haven't they, John? Yes, yes, exactly. Yeah. It's been there for yeah. a long time. So uh, there's a precedent. There's already foreign substance there. What uh, Bob Costas said, why don't we authenticate another substance right. that they can have? Or maybe two substances. We'll give them a choice that they can have in addition to the rosin. Why? Because these baseballs are getting harder to grip. That is right. reality. That's why these guys started doing this stuff. It wasn't just to see what they could get away with. They were having trouble keeping hold of a ball because of the way the balls are prepped. They're prepped, exactly. They're supposed to have mud rubbed into them to right. make them have a little more of a, a, a surface that you can get a hold of. Because you know how leather is. It can be very, very slippery if it's right. really, really done in a certain, a certain method of curing. So they had some problems, and they came up with their own solution. Now the question is, will they authenticate it? I, I view this more or less the same as legalizing marijuana. 
Good, good analogy. I would, I would only, I would like to point out, as you mentioned, the prep of the balls. It's not only the question of the fact that the baseballs are, um, they might not all, they, they don't prep and all. It's the uniformity of preparation because you see these balls are not yes. put the yes. mud on. They don't do it at the at the manufacturing facility. Each no each stadium club. each club is responsible for assigning and usually it's given to a, a it's not a, considered a high ranking job so you know maybe one of the most recent people that have been hired said okay there's 120 baseballs over there start rubbing start rubbing yeah. your balls yeah you and <laughs> you're going to try and say that <laughs> and john where do they store the balls when not, they're not being used well, I mean, that's another thing because some of some don't they have a ball it, sack? They they got well. They put there's a sack that, that then uh, there's a ball sack, but they're also quite often they freeze their balls. I mean, they hum- humidor their balls. Oh, uh, they they they'll put them in. The, they're not freeze them, but they will put them in a refrigerator to create cold balls. And boy, that is that's not that's not good. And oh, no, there's just so good. many. Uh, yeah, we, we could oh. we could carry this subject on one, in a variety of ways. Yeah, we've just done it. One more thing. One more thing. There's a lot should be said also about the appearance of the ball. You know. Anything that discolors the ball or makes it a non-uniform color or that is not the same from stadium to stadium is also going to be a problem because this is a very visual thing. That ball's coming at you at 90 miles, 100 miles an hour, and it may be spinning, it may not be spinning, it may be sinking a little bit, it may be rising, it may be curving. So, you know, you've got enough things to deal with. Are you got, what if in one stadium the, the ball is lighter or darker than another stadium. That's going to be a whole different thing for a batter to contend with. So there's there's a lot here. There's a lot here. I can see the frustration. I will say two more two more things. Number one, Uh-oh. pitchers. You know, you say, well, batters are probably going to say, oh, thank God, now they'll they won't be able to throw these funky pitches. But those batters are concerned if the pitchers don't get at least something because if they can't grip the ball. Properly, there's more likelihood they're going to throw the ball. Bean balls. They're going to hit somebody. Yep. So that's the other thing. On the pitching side of it, we we know that uh, baseball players that reach the major league have to be very, very competitive. And so what we find is happening already, uh, since this took place on January 21, pitchers have, what they're doing is they're gripping the ball harder in order to, you know, they're using their strength to gather the grip they need. And by gathering that strength, when they throw the ball, they're making themselves more susceptible to arm injury, particularly in their forearm and their hand. So already, there have there's, been, been, there's been an injury like that already this season. Yes, there has. And the, then the pitcher says, look, this wouldn't have happened except for this rule. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, there's a lot of controversy here, so stay tuned for that. So, yeah, it's so going to we'll, develop. Yeah. How about two groaners? You got some? Groaners. I got two. Our groaners are provided to us by Vincent Anthony Lauter Jr., commonly referred to as the coach. Vince has provided us with uh, three groaners, of which I've selected only one because Ooh. I found one that was very good. And as a result, I had to resort to one of my secondary um, sources, resources in order to get it. That happened to be my live-in lady friend. Uh, we can't mention her name, unfortunately. Uh, you can't. I can't. <laughs> She's a, her name is Alexa. <laughs> so, here, let's get started. Here we go. What do you call a guy who has memorized all the symbols on a map? What do you call a guy who has 
memorized all the symbols on a map. A legend in his own time. Oh, you got it! That's it! That's it! That's it! Wow. A legend! I cut wow. you off because that's the, that's, you, you would have gotten it anyway, but I had to cut you off because that's exactly what the answer was that the coach gave me. A legend. Sweet. Hey, but you know what? I like your answer. Can you just give it all so that I, I had to interrupt you, Luke. A legend in his own mind? Yeah. Okay. I think your answer might be even better. Maybe you get some bonus points. Ooh. Okay. So. Why can't cows be heard on a Zoom call? Because they're on mute. <laughs> you got that one too. Yeah. You're on a roll. <laughs> <laughs>